Yes, indeed. Uh, you're listening to Bloomsby Radio 87.9 FM online and on your smart speakers. Just configure Bloomsby Radio in your settings. Uh, Barra, it's only, what, three hours ago before our live coverage of Bloomsby Festival 2021 begins? I'm getting a bit excited. Are you getting excited? I'm getting, I'm getting very excited. We have a very busy afternoon um, in, in store and uh, seven hours of really top quality programming coming up. Yeah, a big shout out to all of the Bloomsbury Radio team who have just been extraordinary uh, punching in and delivering interview after interview and really high quality content. Absolutely thrilled. Amazing content. And a uh, big shout out to Dave who has uh, just texted me to say that our FM signal is sounding great in King's Cross. And that's all we care about. That The FM signal that we're broadcasting on for the next nine days is kind of heard around uh, King's Cross and Bro- Bloomsbury and Fitzrovia. That's it. The area we're licensed for, yeah. yeah. And yeah. shout out to Dave as well, Cali, absolutely right, because he rang me yesterday and I forgot to ring him back. Okay, well, I apologise on your behalf. <laughs> anyway, uh, we thought it would be a good idea to get one of our great friends into the studio before all the madness kicks off at three o'clock. And that is a man who's kind of, uh, has played a really important role in the preparation of this festival. And even more importantly, over many, many years, has played a really important role in the lives of the residents of King's Cross and Brunswick. And I speak, of course, of Councillor Nash Alley, who represents uh, the Regent's Park Ward on Camden Council. Nash, you're incredibly welcome. It's lovely to see you again. It's lovely to be here again. Thank you. Uh, Nash, are you excited? I'm very excited, although last night I was having sleepless nights just thinking about the minor details. Uh, So this morning I popped over to the uh, British Library just to have a look at everything that's going on, Cromer Street, and I had a good chat to people around there. And it was fantastic to see a tiger roaring in the Peace Garden. So uh, there's a lot of good work going on. <laughs> Amazing. Just talk to us a little bit about what's going on in the British Library and, uh, you know, and the role that uh, you and the wider Bangladeshi community are playing in it. So today at the British Library, we've got the uh, flag raising. So we're actually uh, raising the uh, Bangladeshi flag at the British Library because it's the 50th anniversary of the independence of Bangladesh this year. So we've got a big event on Sunday from 1 o'clock to uh, 8 o'clock and it's to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the independence of uh, Bangladesh and there'll be stalls there and there'll be uh, two films showing. One is called Salt in the Waters which is uh, very good for the times with COP26 coming up. Mm-hmm. It's about climate change and the impact on Bangladesh. Uh, Bangladesh is one of the countries that will disappear mm-hmm. if they don't do something and take action. Yeah. The other one is called Shongram, which is uh, three o'clock, and that's about uh, independence. So Shongram means independence. So again, it's about 1971 and the independence of uh, Bangladesh. Then we've got lots of entertainment from 4.30 to uh, 8 o'clock and uh, some very high-profile guest speakers from uh, 6 o'clock to half past six. And lots of lovely food and uh, face painting and henna painting. So if you guys want to get your face painted, you know... Pop over to the uh, British Library on Actually, uh, Sunday afternoon. I think in Barra's case, that would only be an improvement. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carl. I'm only joking, Barry. You're very handsome. You're very I'm handsome. not going there. Both guys both look very handsome to me. Oh, you see. <laughs> I'm not going there. That's why he's a vote winner, you see. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, and it is going to be incredibly. And Cromer Street, it's looking, Cromer Street is looking incredibly interesting. They're all getting ready for the, I suppose, what we call it, a street party that's going to be going on this evening. Yes, and I'm going to go, uh, you know, I'm in my jeans now, so I've got to go home, get changed, because I'm going to actually be raising the flag as uh, ex-mayor of Camden uh-huh. with the uh, Deputy High Commissioner of Bangladesh uh, at 4 o'clock. 
So I've got to go home and do a Superman and change into a nice new outfit and then come back for four o'clock. Amazing. And then we've got the exhibition uh, at Brunswick Square Gardens at 4.30. Now, the exhibition is running for the entire duration of the festival. Just explain to our listeners a little bit about it. So the exhibition that we were part of, we involved young people and older people. So young people interviewed older British Bangladeshi people um, who came to this country about their experience of coming to this country and what it was like growing up in this country. And all those people, um, their pictures taken and they had artifacts of uh, the history of coming and how it impacted on them. And those pictures and uh, I think some of the writing of what they said will be up there. Um, and it'll be a fabulous exhibition. And also I forgot to say that on Sunday at half past six and also uh, today as well on uh, Cromer Street, there'll be um, some of the buildings uh, will have um, pictures of people, those people um, projected onto them so you know an amazing artist called Muhammad Ali mm. will project some of the uh, photos of those people onto the British Library on Sunday yeah and onto uh, Holy Cross Church um, this evening I mean it's, yeah. gone, it's gone so quick we, yes I, we've, I we've got amazing interviews with, with uh, Muhammad Ali and some of the people involved in that project so and we're going to be covering that on Sunday yes, yeah, yeah. It, it'll be fantastic because uh, I was involved with uh, Muhammad Ali um, I mean it seemed like yesterday but I think it's probably two years ago before the lockdown um, on uh, Cromer Street so Bramber uh, House and he put a mural on the uh, wall of uh, Bramber House and uh, the mural talks so it's got an app <laughs> and the app you put your uh, phone to it and then you can listen to stories of people and how they first came here with a you know, few pounds in their pockets mm-hmm. and how they had to live and grow up in this country Yeah, and of course you're the son of two people who uh, came over from Bangladesh around that time I am, yes, yeah. so uh, I actually um, came to Camden in 1976 mm-hmm. and lived on uh, Judd Street, right. which is right opposite Cromer Street. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't get more Bloomsbury than that. No, <laughs> uh, and you know, I couldn't speak a word of English um, and then went to local uh, primary school, Argyle School, for a few weeks before I moved to Netley in Regent's Park Ward, where I'm a counsellor now. Yeah. And then went to Sir William Collins Secondary School, which is now a change from South Camden to Region High. And then I was uh, went into the um, started working in uh, KCBNA, so Kings Cross Brunswick Neighbourhood Association, in 1995, and then became a councillor in 2002, um, and then was leader of the council in 2010. So to live in um, a house that we only had the basement mm. of in 1976 to then be leader of the council in 2010 i think you know uh that story should inspire a lot of people coming here that Mm -hmm. you know if you want to achieve you can and don't let anything stop you yeah it is it's an extraordinary story and um you know we look forward to having you back in the studio to just you know tell that story at greater length at some stage because it really is uh, so inspiring. Before I go on with the next question, I just want to give a big shout out to our neighbours in yeah. the British Museum because they've decided to bring the workmen in today. Look, this is what community radio is all about. But I, it was just extra- I was listening to you there, and two, not one, but two angle grinders were going on just outside our window. Now, uh, don't and, take this personally. And, and, and it started today. 
started the, the today. day of the festival yeah. starting is when the construction work began. Yeah, but <laughs> you'll be interested to know, Nash, that the other day when we had people in from uh, NW Live Arts being interviewed, that a Chinook helicopter passed by our window, <laughs> so at least we haven't got to that stage uh, just yet. Uh, Barrett, you're going to be attending... Um, you are, have been working with John Offord, who is uh, one of the... Uh, radio producers involved with us here in the festival and working with an, a tremendous group of young people from the Bangladeshi community recording mm. the stories of some of those older yeah. uh, relatives. Talk to us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, and it's interesting because some of the people I've been working with, uh, young, very young people, have been absolutely amazed by the older generation stories, um, those Bangladeshis that came in and to, to the UK. And we have those interviews. Mm-hmm. We're going to have them in the system playing out hopefully from Monday uh, just after the weekend, mm-hmm. and those extraordinary stories will be going out on Bloomsbury Radio. But and, and we're, going to be, we're, we're going to be archiving those on our SoundCloud page, and I, and I know the festival are also going to be archiving them and, and making them available through their website. And it really is, it's just turned out to be a wonderful history. And one of the young people um, commented that, you know, very often they just looked at older people as older people, and they didn't realise that there were these extraordinary stories and adventures, you know, mm. that these people had been through. It's just amazing. Did you notice when you were coming down Cromer Street whether that neon light installation has gone on? It's going up. So it's going up, right. Yeah, it's going up. So as I was, uh, I went and spoke to Rosemary this morning and uh, saw uh, Holy Cross Church. And inside they're getting all the chairs and everything ready. It's just fantastic. And I saw the um, tiger roaring. Um, and I think that's part of the neon lights. Uh, it's going to be lit up. Mm-hmm. this evening so the it's getting ready i mean it's going to be amazing um that's and in terms of barrow's talking about the young people i mean i still think i'm young but you know mm-hmm. i'm over 50 now but you know in my heart i'm still i can tell by your the way that coach you wore earlier on <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So that's a young man's coach yeah so it's, uh, some of those young people it, it's just amazing because uh years ago i remember this story of um with our organization we had this older lady who lived in one of the blocks in Cromer Streets. And she came and I was a youth worker then for KCBNA. She said, Nash, all these Bengali young people, they're, they're so rude and they're so nasty. You know, I'm scared to walk past them. And, and I'm like, really? And um, I said, look, why don't you just say hello to them and see what response you get? And if you still feel they're nasty to you, and sadly the lady's passed away, she's not around anymore, but... If you still feel they're nasty to you and get a bad response, come and tell me. Mm-hmm. She came in, I think, three days later and said, Nash, you know what? They're so fantastic. Yeah. I said hello, we had a long chat, and now, you know what? They carry my shopping up to my door. So I think sometimes, you know, it's that conversation. It's like yeah. young people fear older people because mm-hmm. young people are very shy. I've got three teenagers now, and, you know, they're very shy. But when you talk to them, there's so much you can learn from young people. And, you know, older people fear, it's that fear of crime and fear of young people. Yeah. But once they talk, there's so much that can happen. And, you know, this is another great project mm-hmm. in terms of young people talking to older people and getting the history. I'm, I'm worried, Carl, in terms of like, you know, as our parents, as our grandparents pass away, you know, from Bangladesh, we're going to lose that history because mm-hmm. a lot of these young people aren't going back to Bangladesh. So we're working on a project where if it takes some young people to Bangladesh. I mean, the other day I was talking to a couple of my ex-young uh, people that I used to work with, and they're youth workers now for us. So one's Dan, who's a youth centre manager at Corum's Fields. And he went to Bangladesh, and he just loved it. 
and now he still talks about it, you know, the experience, and he's a white lad. Yeah. And another guy is a black lad called Evans, who used to work for us, now manages a youth centre in uh, South London. Um, and he was just talking about, he said, Nash, you know, some of those experiences made me who I am, seeing all those people, those poor people that got nothing. But they're so happy, and there's so much they've got to give, and, mm-hmm. and I love swimming in the pond and catching the fish and, uh, y- you know, talking to people and raising funds and giving money and... And he's a black lad, so, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, it was a diverse group of young people. So yeah. the fact that they went there, enjoyed it, I mean, you know, there's so much we can learn by these sort of trips and multicultural, intergenerational projects like the one we were talking about with the young people in yeah. Brunswick Gardens. And you know, it's a great reminder how important festivals like this are in kind of, you know, providing a space where those conversations can take place. And also, Nash, um, just how important public representation is when it's done by decent people like you who are engaged in your community and who bring those people together. It's really, really important work. Now, as you go on raising funds and all the rest to bring those young people out to Bangladesh, make sure you keep in touch with us and whatever we can do here in the radio station, we'll be more than happy to do it. Definitely. I think, you know, it's projects like those that bring uh, so much joy and happiness to people and, you know, especially your listeners as well, just hearing them. But also, you know, some of them might then go on to inspire others to do different projects. So another young person who went, now he's like, you know, uh, a youth centre manager. He's actually got the OBE and he's much younger than me. I mean, I got my OBE for 25 years of work. Yeah. He got his OBE for, I think, about eight years of work, but actually tackling youth and gang violence. And he was like, you know, at the forefront because we had four mur- uh, five murders of young people in Camden yeah. by young people. So some of the work he's done was instrumental and he actually lives in uh, Bloomsbury as well yeah and it, you know it's so much amazing stuff going on and we'll keep keep you updated and obviously you know it's always lovely to come to Bloomsbury Radio yeah I, you know a, a, a lot of our listeners will be aware but some some will not be aware of the football project that you led in the neighborhood just before you go just talk to us a little bit about that because I, I think this is a story that should be made into a movie it's just begging to be made into a movie tell us a little bit about this project so it was called uh, Camden United um, back in 1994 there was a lot of uh, racism a lot of hatred um, especially um, being projected by the National Front so we, we couldn't go out those days and, and Carl you know if I saw you in those days I wouldn't go near you because you know you've got, you've got a shaved head yeah that's yeah? going bald but so, yeah I so, <laughs> but, but in those days I know the skinhead yeah there's a fear of skinheads in those days sure. you, you, you know now I think it's a fashion and uh, more people are having their head shaved um, but in those days we couldn't go out we, we couldn't go in here without being attacked being chased being beaten up if you're you know over 13 yeah. if you're younger than 13 you'd be spat at you know maybe have stuff thrown at you so there's a lot of racism a white lad was killed in uh, Summerstown, and it happened to be by a group of bengali lads um and, and then what happened was uh, there was the racism increased even more and in drummond street where in uh, my ward regions park we had drummond street where a lot of uh, south asian restaurants are which was the mainly Bangladeshi area. Mm. And then we had Robber Street and Summerstone, which were mainly white areas where the uh, white lads lived, were mainly skinheads. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't talk to each other. And then I realized that they had something in common as a youth worker. I talked to some of them and they all love football. Mm. So I used football to unite them. And the first trip we took was to um, Holland. And, you know, they thought, a hey, glitz, glamour, um, you know, drugs, uh, free, legal. Yeah. 
obviously we weren't going to let them go near any of that. So the first game they played, we had um, 10 white lads mm-hmm. from Robert Street and one Bengali lad uh, who lived near Drummond Street on the pitch. And we were playing the Dutch team and the Dutch team were being racist to our Bengali lad in goal. And all our white lads stood up for him. Um, and, and then after that, we started discussing, hey, hold on, look, normally you'd be racist to him. So why is he standing up? He's like, oh, no, he, he's, uh, we're from the same country, we're from the same area, you know, we have something in common. So I'm like, look, let's start using that. So we used that. And then when we came back, that Bengali guy and others could walk up Robber Street and get to know people and talk to them because they knew each other. They built that relationship. So that project, it still continues. Uh, we still call it Camden United. But now someone else has set up another Camden United. And I said to him, look, when you become a millionaire, I'm going to come and sue you because I started it. So. Yeah, you should call that Camden City, never mind Camden United. Yeah, Let's absolutely. Derby yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll definitely volunteer for the board for that one. <laughs> Uh, Barry, you're you're doing a separate project at the moment with a filmmaker who I think was involved in making a documentary on uh, Drum Street back in the 1990s. How are yeah. you? Arun Kumar is his name. I don't know if you ever come across him, Nash, but yeah, he's an extraordinary, um, talented uh, film director and uh, a lovely guy to boot. So yeah, he was involved in sort of documentary around gangs. I think back in the 90s. Uh, which I think is now on YouTube and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, very much part of it. And he's actually going to be helping us out here on Bloomsbury Radio, isn't he, Cal? We be- are. We're going to be announcing a uh, radio playwriting competition. We're going to be announcing it. Well, we've just kind of announced it now. <laughs> but we're going to be announcing it officially in Rada in a couple of weeks for people in the community here to take part in a radio writing contest. Um, and, yeah, so luckily he's very kindly agreed to help us out. And pretty good prize. It's a £500 prize for us, yeah. I've, some of my young people are involved in that. So um, one of the young lads who is called Rubel Ahmed at the mm. time, I think, is one of the, well, we still call Rubel Ahmed. But it was like at that time, he was um, a young person, a teenager, and he seemed like, you know, to be aggressive. And now he's a very successful banker. Um, and that project, I think, you know, that film... Mm gave uh, some of the young people later on a tough time because it restarted, reignited some of the issues that came up and uh, we worked really hard and like, you know, a lot of the young people that were in that project are very successful and um, we bumped into some of the white lads Mm -hmm. from that project and uh, they went into a local pub, um, Dublin Castle, you know. Oh, yes. uh, You know, top pub in Camden. Yeah. and he uh, started saying to uh, Henry, who owns it, like, oh, this guy, this guy, do you know uh, Nash Ali? Um, yeah, he helped us to get together. And this, these were like 35-year-old lads. Mm-hmm. He's done so much. And like, you know, otherwise the area was so bad. And like, uh, Henry went, yeah, yeah, I know. Nash is a mate of mine. He's like, <laughs> you know. So Henry didn't have my number. And he called uh, another colleague of mine, another counsellor. And he told me. And it's like, you know, it's fantastic when you hear these stories. So stories like Rubel from that program, you know, yeah. it's amazing. There's so much out there. Yeah, yeah. Look, for the time being, uh, we look forward to uh, catching up with you during the during the course of the festival. Um, uh, but for the time being, Councillor Nash Ali, thanks very much indeed for your time. Thank you, guys. Thank you.